the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, everybody, on this fine Thursday afternoon, wherever you may be. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your guest host for today. Welcome again to our show. Our number is 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. I hope that you are doing well, probably getting ready for Thanksgiving, trying to wrap some things up. Uh, as you get ready for uh, hopefully a couple of days off, it used to, you know, for a while there, if you were in retail, you ended up having to work, right? But uh, I think that's lightened up a little bit. You know, maybe you still have to uh, to go to work. But anyway, Thanksgiving, it's uh, it's an exciting time. So um, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit this hour to talk about uh, being thankful. What are you thankful for? Or maybe you just want to talk about Thanksgiving. What's your favorite thing about Thanksgiving? What was a you know, a Thanksgiving, you'd rather not redo. You ever have one of those? Uh, I've had a few of those. I think for me, it's my favorite. Uh, so what are you thankful for? 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. Thanksgiving memory, something on your mind there. Something else may come to your mind as we're talking about these these things uh, today as we think about what's coming up. So get your coffee refilled if you need to do that. Take a minute. Uh, I always do that and uh, probably gets me going uh, a little bit too much, and then I go home and I got to think about it for a while. I'm working on Thanksgiving. Our plans are actually still up in the air, and it's just because of a family reason. And uh, I might be with family. We'll probably go out of state, probably Arizona. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Whenever we go out there to visit my family there in Arizona, one of the things that I do is I try to time things so I can buy gas in Arizona and not buy gas in California because it's two bucks a gallon difference. It's unbelievable. In fact, if it wasn't for the time it takes and the car wear and tear, it's cheaper. You'll save money if you drive to Yuma and buy your gas and then drive back to California. Uh, Even if you have to drive the whole three hours over there, you can go to Yuma and get your gas, you know, go over to Cracker Barrel, which is like eating in a garage sale. You ever eat in that place? And, uh, you know, get your mama's pancakes or whatever it is that they serve that's like wholly bad for you. And then uh, drive back. You can be back by uh, lunchtime. Go to Chick-fil-A and, uh, you know, have a heart attack in the afternoon or something uh, after you do that. I don't know. But uh, at least you'll save a couple of bucks a gallon. And uh, I really do. I try to time it that way. I was looking at, uh, I paid five twenty nine a gallon recently, five twenty nine. It's a little higher than most places, but places are pushing $5 and maybe a little bit more. It was one of those, I was out of gas and it was one of those gas stations where they're the only one around right next to the freeway and they just had me, you know, and the owner is standing outside laughing at everybody. Uh, but I had to do it, 5.29 a gallon. There was a analysis by an Irvine-based researcher, Stillwater Associates, that's found that Californians are paying $1.18 per gallon in taxes and fees alone. It's one of the reasons why uh, gas is so expensive here. And that number can fluctuate a little bit depending on the sales tax, uh, wherever you're buying it. Uh, 18 cents a gallon, federal excise tax. 51 cents a gallon, state excise tax. Sales tax, 10 cents a gallon. Fees, low-carbon gas programs, 22 cents a gallon. Greenhouse gas programs, 15 cents a gallon. Underground tank storage, 2 cents a gallon. Uh, highest prices in the nation, California gas. 
You know what I don't like about all those taxes? I'll give you a political opinion. Here it is. Gas taxes are a tax on the poor. We always argue about taxing the rich and you know, we got to tax the rich and they got to pay their fair share. And that's forever the rhetoric, okay, uh, about taxation and rich people. Fine, tax the rich, do that. But you know, the, the secret is, the secret is the rich don't have enough money to cover everything that we want to buy. In fact, nobody does. That's why we're in, in serious debt. Uh, and so you have to secretly tax everybody else. And one of the ways to do that is you keep raising the gas tax. And who is that a tax on? Who does that burden the most? Anybody driving a car or anybody who is taking public transportation, energy taxes, it increases the cost. You know, and for, I think most people, $5 a gallon for gas means that they're going to have to adjust their spending. They're going to have to eat out less. They can't go to Starbucks as many times. There's certain things that they'll have to cut out. For some people, though, $5 a gallon uh, means they have to cut out a lot of driving. And for some people, it is the difference between driving to work and having to take the bus. For some people, it's the difference of not even being able to have a car at all. And because everybody has to pay that. It's a, and remember that whenever they want to raise the tax, okay, that on the gas or energy, um, and they say it's for potholes or it's for whatever. Well, it is, but uh, a lot of it is to pay for, for other things. And the people who are hurting the most are the people who have the least and still have to pay it. And I think that's a perspective we should have as believers as we're supposed to be looking out for poor and oppressed. And uh, taxation is one of those things that, uh, you know, I mean, for some people, all taxation is theft. They will say, yeah, it's not really true. And, of course, Jesus, uh, you know, told us to pay our taxes. Uh, I think he probably meant a whole lot of other stuff along with that at the same time. But uh, we do want to support uh, our taxes, but we should be screaming about I think how the money is spent. Did you know our national debt, 40, what is it, $30 trillion, I think, headed to 40. Probably by next Thursday, it'll be already to 40. 30, if you spent $38 million a day, every day, $38 million a day. I don't even know what I would do with $38 million. $38 million every day since the birth of Christ, you still would not have spent our national debt. So we're in a little bit of trouble. That's why inflation, by the way, is going through the roof. Inflation over 6% in the last year, and uh, it's government spending. That's how it works. We get all that stimulus money, which might have been helpful for a lot of people and your business to stay open and maybe necessary during the pandemic, but you do pay it back. You pay it back through inflation and everything. It costs more money now, $15 an hour minimum wage. I think that's almost gone now as far as real money uh, that you're making, as far as the actual value of the dollar. Uh, so we pay heavily for all of this stuff. There is no such thing as a free lunch. Reality, it is persistent. It cannot be avoided. 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. Still with all the stuff that we can complain about, still with all the different things that we see in the news and what's going on that we can gripe about, we are called scripturally to be thankful. And we have Thanksgiving uh, coming up. And what are you thankful for? What would you like to know? Did you get a turkey? I guess we're, we're struggling to get turkeys in some places. Uh, were you able to get one? Uh, maybe you are uh, getting that ready right now. Maybe you're going to brine it. Are you one of those people? Uh, if so, it's probably amazing. It's amazing when you do that right. Um, and if you didn't do that, here's a tip for you as the guy who often cooks the turkey and uh, who never gets around to the brining part. Uh, cook it upside down. I'm not kidding. Uh, the white meat will be juicier and less dry because all of the juices and the fat from underneath it, it will soak into it. 
And uh, before you do that, make sure you realize something, though. This is important. If you cook your turkey upside down, uh, it's going to come out of the oven looking funny, okay? It's going to look like it was cooked upside down. And when I say it's looking funny, it's going to look awful. It's going to be kind of flat and uh, so much that your observant Uncle Ed will probably come over for Thanksgiving and ask you halfway seriously if it was roadkill. And uh, so don't expect some kind of artsy turkey picture for your Instagram. It's going to look ridiculous. However, in my experience anyway, it works. And it tastes great. It looks silly, but you're going to carve it up anyway. Uh, That's not the only thing that works for me. Stuffing, that works for me. You can cook that upside down too. It works. Those green beans with the crispy onions on top, well, you got to put those on top. You can't put those on the bottom. But those are yummy too. Did you know, I didn't know this until like last year, that those Hawaiian rolls that you can buy, they just eat right out of the package that it says right on the package, you're supposed to throw them in the oven for a couple of minutes. Did you know that? I had no idea. I threw them in the oven for a couple of minutes and they got all dried out. So I don't recommend that, even though it says so right there on the passage. All right. Anyway, Thanksgiving, what are you thankful for? What would you like to say? Something I want to say while I have the opportunity is I want to thank you for listening to the program. It's been a great pleasure each time I get to be your guest host here on Southern California Live. And uh, it's been great to get to know you and be a part of your afternoon. I hope that uh, you make sure that this program, whoever is hosting, is part of your, your afternoon. I believe that we have the opportunity here on this radio station to be positive, to go deeper into the issues of our day, to get into things a little bit better, uh, and to look at them through the lens of Christ, that it will help your family, that we can pray for each other, that we can understand each other better. And uh, I really enjoy being a part of that with you. So I want to thank you uh, for that. And uh, thank you for uh, calling in like you do. And uh, even though when we disagree sometimes, like in the last hour, And uh, whether we agree or not, you know, we get to be in glory together if you know Jesus. And if you don't know Jesus, I'm glad you're listening because you need to know. You need to, you know, push aside whatever clutter gets in the way of uh, you coming to know Jesus and, and understand that he loves you, that the Savior is real, that all this chaos in the world, that when you go through the Scripture and you see what's there, none of this is surprising. None of the crazy things that are, that are coming is surprising. Here's what I want to say about Thanksgiving. We'll get into it a little bit. It's this. is There's a reason that it's Thanksgiving and not Thanksgiving. As you think about Thanksgiving, there's a reason that we call it Thanksgiving and not Thanksgiving because it's about giving thanks, not just being thankful. And there's a huge difference. You know, one of the, one of the things that's different is uh, ever experience ingratitude from somebody? The number here, by the way, is 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. I see your calls. I'll get to you in just a second. Um, I got ingratitude once at a supermarket. And the funny thing is, I was going through the line. And this was a long time ago, okay? So I was, I, was, I don't know, college age, my 20s. Um, and uh, I bought uh, for Thanksgiving some of that Martinelli sparkling cider. You know, and it comes in the wine bottle looking, looks like a champagne bottle and everything. So I buy that as part of the stuff. And the cashier, who clearly is having a bad day, she says to me, I need to see some ID for this. And I said, no, you don't. It's uh, Martinelli's. And she lifts up the bottle and she literally puts it in my face. And this is incredible, right? And she says, you need to show me some ID for this. And I pointed at the bottle where it says non-alcoholic beverage right below it. And, and I said, it's a non-alcoholic beverage. And she goes, oh, 
and kind of purses her lips. And then she scans the rest of my stuff, doesn't say a word, doesn't tell me how much I owe, doesn't ask me if I want to donate to something, doesn't do anything. I just look up on the screen and realize this is what I have to pay. And I pay for it. And I can tell she's just irritated with me. And I know something else must have been going on in her life and whatever. So, uh, you know, I know that's going on. But she says, or, you know, I said to her, I said, are you going to say thank you? And she said, no joke. She looks at me and she goes, it's on the bottom of your receipt. Oh, I look, there it is. It says, thank you for your purchase right there on the bottom of my receipt. Uh, I didn't really feel real good about that. Um, it was in, in gratitude. Gratitude matters. It's a, it's a really good thing, uh, gratitude. So what are you thankful for? What are some of your Thanksgiving experiences? Uh, what's going on for you for, uh, for Thanksgiving? Um, Bryn from Cyprus. Is it Bryn or Brian? It's Bryn. Uh, Bryn, welcome to Southern California Live. Thanks for calling, Thank Bryn. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, I was just, I was just um, listening to you and your story. Um, first of all, I'm so grateful. My family, we, we have a little ritual we do every day, and we wake up and we tell the Lord what we're thankful for every morning we wake up. Mm, that's Regardless great. of what's going on in the world, whatever is going on, we're just like, it's going to happen regardless, but we're so thankful we're alive and we have the Lord to be with us and yes. our kids are healthy and we're still keep going and um, my mother's still with us that's gone through a lot and yeah. we're just really grateful and, you know, we have to put 100% trust on him and like you said, Every morning before I drop my son off at school, I put the blessing of the G- of Jesus on him and the protection and to anoint him with the protection of the Lord and his, and his angels. And I'm very grateful that we have a religion. We have God to thank, to be thankful for every day that we start out this world. Because, like you said before, we are working. We're living in a world that's completely different from when I grew up. Yes, and, um, that's awesome, is, Bryn. And, you know, it's worship. What you're doing is worship. You are worshiping the Lord when you give thanks. And it matters. You still with me, Bryn? Yeah, about the grocery store. And I was in buying sandwiches for my boys. And I could see this lady was in front of me kind of giving this girl a hard time. They were really busy. And when I got up there, I said, you know what? I am so grateful and so thankful for I think we're losing part of your your story there. Can you hold on a second? We're losing you a little bit. So you're in the grocery store and you're observing something? No, I was buying sandwiches uh-huh. for my son for son my son at school. Oh, okay. And I can see this lady, a friend of me, was giving the girls such a hard time, and I just let it go. But when I got up there, and this was a crowded place, and I just told her, I said, you know, I am so grateful and I am so thankful for all the hard work that you do. I said, thank you for preparing our food. And the gentleman sat there next to me and said, you know what? Thank you for saying that, because that's so infectious. And, you know, if people would just give a little thanks and just be grateful, and even though this world is right now, I mean, I could have a lot to say, too, but I try not to. But just being thankful for what we do have and what we can change. It's nothing in stone here. We can band together and change it the right way. That's right. We can change it the right way. Hey, Brent, thank you for your call, and thank you for what you're doing and, and worshiping God every day with your thankfulness. Uh, don't stop doing that. Uh, it's scriptural. It is worship, and it matters. Um, 
Number is 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. Give us a call. Talk about what you're thankful for or maybe a Thanksgiving memory or things like that. Carmen from Lancaster. Carmen from Lancaster. How's it up there in Lancaster? Um, hi. It's a little cold. Um, yeah. Getting to a you know, I, already. Well, I understand that because <laughs> I grew up in Palmdale. Oh, okay. uh, so, yeah, just next door. Yeah, just next door. That's right. Right. Uh, you know, do you, here's a question for you. Do you still, when we were in Palmdale and we'd come to LA, which when I grew up there, you had to come to LA for, you know, anything to, you know, to yeah. b- buy food, to go to the movies, whatever. Um, we called it going down below. Do you still call it going down below when you go to LA? We're still what? I'm sorry. Do you, do you, when you go to LA, do you say we're going to go down below? Do you still say that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's something unique yeah, well, to the. Hu- we're so high up there, you know. It's like, all right, we're going down below. You know, just let me know if you guys need something burrito or something. <laughs> yeah, it's such a funny thing. So if you're from the Aloe Valley area, you know what down below is. Oh, it's going to LA. Exactly. Amen to that. So, yeah. Well, um, Carmen, what's on you your know, mind? First of all, yeah. First of all, I wanted to say thank you so much. I always hear you guys. You guys are very inspired. Um, when my days are going down or whatnot, you know, I oh, hear you. the words to. and you guys laughing. But I want to um, say about giving thanks. Um, the, I give very much thanks to the Lord every day of my life. But um, on the day when we get all united, um, I tell my kids, always be thankful for what the Lord has done for us, where the Lord took us out of and what he made us be now, from mm. being nothing to now being his kids, um, getting right. the opportunity of one day going to him and worship him. So I'm very thankful for that, um, for taking me out of where I was and who I was to being called somebody now. Um, so I'm very thankful for that. That's awesome. Yeah, Carmen, thank you for your call, and I hope that uh, you have a very good Thanksgiving up there in Lancaster. When I lived up there, once we had a snowy Thanksgiving, and uh, the only bad part about it for me as a kid is that it didn't snow us out of school. We actually got snow days here in Southern California, if you live up there. Uh, Palmdale, Lancaster, when I grew up there, uh, nobody knows what to do when it snows. It just shuts down for a couple of days. Of course, the way the weather is, it might snow today and be 75 degrees tomorrow and melt it all. And then you got to go back to school, and it's a bummer. 888-52-TALKS is our phone number here, 888-528-2557. I'm Scott Furrow, your guest host on Southern California Live. And we're talking about being thankful as we have Thanksgiving coming up and how important that is. And, you know, the thing is about it, and I've been so blessed by by your call so far, is that it's so important that we express our thankfulness. I fail at this sometimes. And the way that I think we fail at this so often is that we know that we are being ungrateful um, in our, we we often are very grateful in our hearts, but when we don't express it, sometimes it's received as being ungrateful, right? When we don't send a thank you note, do you send thank you notes? Like you actually, uh, I don't even know what the protocol is anymore. Do you have to send a note? I have a box and I'll write it out. And I I feel bad doing that because my handwriting is so terrible. I don't know uh, if... uh, you know, if people are able to read it. In fact, when I, uh, my wife and I, my wife, Christy, we've been married 20 years and we were friends though, really good friends before that for a while. We're like dating other people and, you know, um, eventually you realize why aren't we dating each other? And you come to that point where you have to share that you really like this person. And I wrote her a card, took her out to dinner and wrote her a card. 
And she read the card, and I revealed my feelings for her in the card. And I gave it to her, and she said thank you, and she put it in her purse, and she didn't say anything. And she didn't say anything for like three days, and she told me later it took me three days to figure out what you wrote because I couldn't read your handwriting. So I was worried about that when I write a thank you note to people. Can they, do they even know what this is about? But it's so important to say it because sometimes we come across as ungrateful when we haven't expressed our gratitude. I want to encourage you to do that. In our program today, we're talking about uh, being thankful and Thanksgiving. So share your Thanksgiving memories, something you might be thankful for. 888-52-TALKS is our number, 888-528-2557. I'm Scott Furrow, your guest host here on Southern California Live. I'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody, to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your guest host. It's great to be with you again today. And I'm taking your calls as we talk about Thanksgiving coming up, something you're thankful for. Maybe there's a Thanksgiving memory that you want to share. The number is 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. Talking about Thanksgiving, gratitude. And, uh, you know, it is Thanksgiving, not thanksbeing. It's not about being thankful. It's about giving thanks. There's a huge difference. And, you know, the the difference is when you are thanksgiving, you're letting people know that you are thankful. When you're just being thankful, you can have that condition in your heart, condition in your mind. I'm really being thankful. You know, I'm thankful for this person. Have you ever had somebody say to you, uh, I don't feel appreciated by you or I don't feel like, and your immediate response is defensiveness because in your heart, you do appreciate them. In your heart, you do appreciate the things that they've done for you. But the thing is, is if you've never expressed it, the weird thing about ingratitude is, is that's what comes across sometimes when we don't express our gratitude, that we just kind of assume that somebody understands that I'm thankful. And then they're saying, you know, why didn't he say anything? Why doesn't she say anything? About, you know, I did all this stuff and I don't get any acknowledgement. Maybe they're not grateful. And that's not how you feel, but that's what happens and so it's very important that we take our time to give thanks. 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. If you want to talk about what you are thankful for, if you want to give thanks uh, to the Lord. Thanksgiving holiday coming up. Uh, here's a question I always ponder is when we give thanks, when we're having Thanksgiving holiday, who are we giving thanks to? When we think about this throughout all of history, where we have Thanksgiving, uh, the proclamations, there are actually many proclamations of Thanksgiving. Undoubtedly, people are sharing, you know, right now the Abraham Lincoln Thanksgiving proclamation, which is amazing. It's an amazing thing that in the middle of the Civil War, when things are just kind of terrible, 1863, he puts out this Thanksgiving proclamation and he says, hey, as a country, even though we have Civil War, even though things are, there's so many things going on, we need to give thanks for what the Lord has done. There's a whole study, if you get into Abraham Lincoln and his faith, and there's a place where probably around Gettysburg or a little before, his faith suddenly deepens, where it's something that he maybe had, but a lot of his opinions, even political ones, but a lot of his writing and stuff about faith, the pastors who knew him and talked with him, they come away saying something happened to him during that war, which you could imagine and deepened his faith. He actually, you know, there's there's a group out there that likes to say he wasn't a believer, and they say that because, uh, for a couple of reasons, but one of them is he never wanted to be a member of any church. And there's a misconception out there that says you have to be a member of some church in order to be saved. Now, I think you should be a 
a biblical member of a local congregation, don't get me wrong, not to be saved, but that's part of what the saved do is they join a local congregation. And Lincoln didn't really want to do that. You know, he didn't like kind of the the division between the denominations and other stuff that was going on uh, back then. But his faith deepened, and his Thanksgiving proclamation is a part of that. Washington has one too, but most presidents actually have put out Thanksgiving proclamations. And in just about every case, they acknowledge that if we're going to give thanks as a nation, who are we giving it to? Are we giving it to the 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 nation as some kind of, you know, non-living entity that we're appreciative of? Well, then who do we thank for the nation? See, the thing is about it that I'm getting at is if you're celebrating Thanksgiving and you're giving thanks, you're you're giving thanks to God. God. You could, you know, if you are an atheist, I'd love to know how you do Thanksgiving. Who are you thankful to? Maybe you're thankful to your spouse, you're thankful to your kids, and you say thank you, and that's fine. But as a, a sense of giving thanks, where is that headed? You see, we are to be thankful to the Lord. And it's part of our worship, as we talked about with the call in the last segment. It is worshipful to be thankful to the Lord because he gives us everything. He is the benefactor. We are the beneficiaries of his grace, of his love, of his mercy, that all who believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. We give him thanks for that. 888-52-TALKS is the number, 888-528-2557. I'm Scott Furrow, your guest host on Southern California Live. We'd love to hear from you and what you're thankful for, what's on your mind regarding uh, Thanksgiving coming up. In uh, To illustrate my point scripturally, in the book of Luke, there's this great story, uh, Luke chapter 17. And you've probably, if you've been in church, you've probably heard this story before. If you don't go to church, maybe you haven't you know, heard it. But there's a story where Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, and he's traveling uh, along the border of uh, Samaria and Galilee. And it's the story of the 10 lepers, okay? So these 10 lepers come to him, and they meet him. And uh, they stood out at a distance, because when you have that, you're not supposed to get close to people. You know, I guess they were social distancing back then. I don't know if they were forced to wear masks, you know, if uh, Tiberius Caesar uh, forced a mask mandate, and then the Roman court, uh, you know, overthrew it. I don't really know what happened there with all of that. But if you had this disease, you really did want to stay away. So they shout out to Jesus and they go, hey, master, have pity on us. And when Jesus sees them, they're far away. They're social distance and whatever the requirement was. He says, go show yourselves to the priests. And they went and they were cleansed. And that's the way the story goes. But the interesting thing about the story is that one of these 10 guys when he's healed, he comes back praising God in a loud voice, Luke 17, 16. He says he threw himself at Jesus' feet. Now he doesn't have to stay socially distanced. And he was a Samaritan, all right? And Jesus asked, were not all the other 10 cleansed? Where are the other nine? I always picture Jesus asking that with a smile on his face. Like he's not upset. He's just asking, you know, kind of in a, a curiosity where he already knows the answer. And he's like, so uh, I healed 10 of you. Uh, where's the other, where are the other guys? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner uh, who was a Samaritan? Uh, and then he said to him, rise and go, your faith has made you well. Here's the thing I think is interesting about this story. Were the other nine lepers who were healed, were they grateful? Were they grateful in their heart to Jesus? You know what? I bet they were. I bet, of course they were. I mean, they suddenly are completely healed. They suddenly do not have to stay away from people. They don't have to live in the leper colony. They don't have to be unclean. They don't have to be outside. They don't have to 
you know, have the, uh, the effects of the leprosy anymore. Of course, in their heart, they're thankful to Jesus. They called out master. They seem to have an idea that, they, that he could heal them. And an amazing thing is uh, Jesus notices this, that only one of them comes back. And here's the thing that really matters here. This is why it's worship, okay? Part of worship is you are, and part of gratefulness is you are finishing a transaction. The reason that the thank you note matters, the reason that saying thank you matters is because it finishes a transaction. Somebody gives you something, you say thank you. We teach our kids this. It's one of the first things we teach our kids, right? As soon as they can talk, thank you. In fact, if you've got a baby and you teach them the sign language, there's a sign for thank you. You teach them this. I was not a believer in the whole baby sign language thing until I had babies and suddenly they're signing. It was unbelievable. And you teach them thankfulness. I used to take my, I take my kids to Costco. They get a little grumpy about it now. It's been really a bummer the last two years when there hasn't been all the samples because I'm like Mr. Sample Guy. I don't know if that makes me cheap or whatever, but uh, you can go in there and get a whole meal sometime. The, the samples are back. So exciting. Well, I take my kids in there, and they like the samples. And then we go out, and something they do at Costco when you're a little kid is when you hand them your receipt and the security person at the end, and they draw that line through it with the, the felt marker, what they'll do is they'll turn it around and draw a little happy face. Uh, for the kids. And my kids would ask for it sometimes if they weren't doing it. And they would, some are real artistic, some are just a circle and two dots and a happy face. That's what I would do. That's the extent of my artistic ability that way. But some of them, they ought to be working for Disney. I mean, they draw these amazing things. And you always say, you always say, hey, uh, James and John, uh, make sure you say thank you. And you teach them, they say thank you. And they say, okay. The reason you do that is because without it, there's something missing, isn't there? There's something incomplete, something that is unfinished. If you don't say thank you, there's a tension there. There's something that has been done for you and something needs to be done to close the loop, to finish the transaction, and that's what it is. You have to say thank you. Spiritually, part of thanksgiving and giving thanks, it's so much more than just being thankful. That's why we call it thanksgiving, not thanksbeing, is we have to put it out there. We have to say thanks. Give, thank you. And we say thank you to God. What are you thankful to God for? Have you told him? Have you spent some time telling God what you're thankful to him for? I mean, it's been a hard couple of years. Uh, maybe for you, it's been extra hard. Uh, maybe for you, uh, so many things are impactful. Have you thanked the Lord? You can do that right here on the show if you want to right now. 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. Give me a call. You know, I thank God for my wife. My wife, Christy, of 20 years, uh, I'm doing the math in my head because I'm all messed up because of the uh, the pandemic. Yes, 20 years. <laughs> and we didn't get to have a 20-year thing because everything's closed. So we're like postponing it. Uh, we'll get to that eventually, I guess. Maybe we'll have a 22-year anniversary. I am so thankful uh, for her. She's great. Uh, she has had to play a crazy role as as pastor's wife, and there are incredible pressures on pastor's wives that maybe you don't even think about. And, uh, you know, our church doesn't make her put her hair up in a bun and play the organ. Um, but she has tremendous pressure on her. Uh, people assume that I tell her everything that's going on and I don't, I don't go home and tell her everything I'm dealing with and counseling with people. Um, and, uh, so the funny thing is that people will come and they assume that I'm sharing this and they'll start sharing their heart with her. And she's fine with that, except that she doesn't know. And they think that she knows. 
And uh, there's so many different things. And uh, she's a great mom. She is right now taking care of uh, her mom who's uh, had some falls and it's been really tough. And I thank God for her every day. And I don't know that she knows that as much for me. Christy, if you're listening right now, I love you. Thank you uh, for being my wife. I'm so thankful for you. It matters. There, you know, when was the last time you said thank you to God uh, for something? 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. You know, I, I think the interesting thing, too, is about thankfulness. Is sometimes we think it's not a big deal. It might be something kind of small. But in the course of our life, the small things, they do matter. I used to think it's a little silly when athletes hit a home run or they win a championship or something and they give, they give thanks to God. Um, and sometimes it's very inspiring when they do that, but sometimes you're not quite sure. When, but the thing is that God has infinite amount of time for you. God, he's outside of time. There's, there's no amount of time that is too much for God. He has every amount of time for every single thing in your life, big and small. You can give him thanks for even the smallest things. 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. Eddie in Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. How you doing, Eddie? How are you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. How you doing, Eddie? Good. How are you doing? I, I would like to just, I'm thankful when I pray, I always start up my prayer of thanking the Lord for another day of life and mm. thanking Him for who He is. Because yes. without Him, we're absolutely nothing. That's right. I thank him. I thank him for my salvation. I thank him for his love, his compassion, his grace, his truth. Every single day, not just on Thanksgiving or Passover, but every day. That's what I thank him for. Eddie, that's awesome. Good for you. And uh, you know that is something that matters so much. You know, an interesting thing about when we don't say thank you, he said. Eddie said. I give thanks because of who God is, because of what he has done, because of his love for us. In this messed up world, we have salvation through Christ. We don't have to earn it, that Jesus has earned it for him, for us. And when we don't thank God for that, the weird thing is that it's like a sense of entitlement. That's why we say to people, uh, you owe a debt of gratitude, or we think I owe a debt of gratitude to somebody. The reason we express it as a debt that it's, is because it's something that needs to be paid. It's something that we owe. Uh, our gratitude, our thankfulness. So I want to encourage you to keep doing that. Thank God every day, not just Thanksgiving, of course. 888-52-TALKS. Eddie, thank you for calling our our program today, Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your guest host for today. We're talking about what we're thankful for, 888-528-2557. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your guest host for today. We're talking about what we're thankful for and talking about Thanksgiving and not just being thanks being. We're talking about gratitude and why we need to express it and giving you the opportunity to do that right here on the show, 888-888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557 is the number. Leslie from Santa Monica, welcome to Southern California Live. How you doing, Leslie? Yes, I am here. Hi, Leslie. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Um, very kind voice you have, and um, I said thank you, thank you to God today. 
um, at work and yeah. um, I work in a hospital mm. and um, I'm still here. What do you do in the I hospital? What do you I, do at the hospital? I was a nurse assistant, but now I, um, I'm like the court liaison. I got promoted. Okay, good for you. So, yes, I work for the VA. Okay. And um, I'm just reminded, um, I often listen to this station um, for many years, and um, I'm just reminded that no matter what goes on in my life at 60 years old, God deserves to be thanked every day and as much as you can. That's right. Because I don't have to be here. And um, I've always loved caring for people. That's the heart that God gave me. And uh, I'm just very, very grateful to still be here. I've lost some loved ones um, during this pandemic. And um, life gets rough sometimes. But I still find myself... As I get older, I am wiser. Um, thanking God for everything. And I remember my grandmother, I'll say this and let go. I remember my grandmother who lived to be 101 years old with her sound mind and body. She taught me the 23rd Psalm when I was four in the Lord's Prayer. And she said I was a smart girl. And I, I never knew... I never had a father, and so I'm grateful that God is who he is and that he is a good father. Yes. And no matter what, he's always here for yes. us. And, uh, Leslie, that's, that's a great story. I, what a great uh, grandmother you had. She lived to be 101. I had uh, 101. 101. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. 2011, she left us when she was 101. Wow, good for her. And yeah. I'm, I'm so glad she invested in you. And you know what? Thank exactly. you for thank you for caring for people, especially right now during this pandemic. There's so many things that are hard uh because Very. of this. You know. But you're right. Uh we need to give thanks to God in every circumstance. So thank you for doing what you're doing. I'm so grateful for you and for listening to uh KKLA here, and uh, you know, part of it is we're a family. We're the family of God, and a great thing about radio is uh, it brings us to a place where we can be that family, and uh, we love you. Thank you for being here and listening. And likewise, everybody take care and stay safe and be grateful no matter what. All right. Thank you, Leslie, for your call. All right, my dear. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye now. The number is the number is eight 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 fifty two talks eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. We're talking about being thankful and what you're thankful for and giving gratitude to God. An idea that when we give thanks, that it's called thanksgiving and not thanks being. And the reason why is that we might be thankful in our hearts, but if we're not expressing our gratitude, sometimes that comes across as ingratitude or entitlement. And we do have so much to be thankful for. Leslie was talking about what a hard time this has been. And, you know, one of the, these last couple of years, especially. And one of the ways that you deal with that scripturally is by being thankful. Are you an anxious person? So many people deal with anxiety in a tremendous ways. The most famous passage in scripture about anxiety, Philippians 4, chapter 6, I mean, chapter 4, verse 6, 
It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, and notice the next one, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, if you're dealing with anxiety, with all the stuff that's on the news, which is hard to deal with, with the your health, with your kids, with your parents, with whatever it is that's going on, one of the approaches to it is by prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So when you're praying to God about whatever's troubling you and you take that moment, don't forget to also be thankful We're kind of given a formula here by prayer and petition in every situation. There's nothing too small or nothing too big. You know, if if some small thing is making you anxious, you know, and you think, oh, I'm just silly because I'm being anxious about this. It's not too small. It says every situation. In every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. The reason for that thanksgiving is because it's relational. God, you know, without the thanksgiving there, then what we have here is kind of a formula, like if you rub the lamp three times, the genie will come out and grant your request. The thanksgiving is a reminder that our, we have a relationship with God, that we are his kids, that he is our, our father. When Jesus teaches us to pray, he says, you pray like this, our father. You don't say, dear king, dear creator, he is those things. But you say, our father, because that's the kind of relationship we have. And you want to give thanks. And Leslie, you... Uh, you learned that uh, you didn't have a father, you said, um, but you learned that you have a good, good father from your grandmother. She taught you that. God bless her. And uh, you're going to get to see her again. Uh, and uh, she's going to be amazing. That's going to be an amazing reunion uh, that you get to see. 888-52-TALKS is our phone number. I'm Scott Furrow, your guest host on Southern California Live. we got a couple of minutes left for your calls, 888-528-2557. Tell me what you're thankful for. Um, Let's see, from Pasadena, we have, uh, is it Potris? Potris? I can't quite read that. <laughs> it's Pot. Potris. Pot. Potris. All right, Potris. Thank you for being a part of, part of our program. How you doing? Well, thank you, and you're welcome. I just want to say, how many things can I thank God for? Oh, so many. Yes. But I, right now, I'm going to thank him for blessing me with a house to live uh, in and to wake up in every morning. Yes. Um, I was able to buy a house in 2012, which oh, had good been for you. a long dream for mine. Yes. And I am so grateful and so thankful to God oh. for that house. And that's just one of many thankful blessings that I can give to our Father. What a great blessing, uh, your house. I'm glad you got to do that. 2012, a good time to do that also. Uh, Patras, thank you for your call in, uh, in Pasadena. Uh, great to hear from you. The number here is 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. Thanksgiving coming up, so we're we're talking about taking a little break here in a lot of the uh, things to talk about where we can be thankful. And, you know, over and over again, being thankful has to do with our faith and being in our worship of God. And uh, Colossians 4.2, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. We have so much to be thankful for, and we live in a time where I think we we have so much fear, and the fear is about scarcity, right? I won't have this, and if these people have that, I'm not going to have that. And we 
we think too much about what we don't have, and we don't spend a lot of time thinking about what we do have. And God has blessed us in so many ways uh, with uh, all the stuff that we have. We have our country. You know, with all the trouble, and we talk about the trouble in our country, we still should take our time this Thanksgiving and as a nation be thankful. With all of our troubles, we still have people around the world who are moving here. We still have people who recognize the great blessing it is to live in this country. And as discouraged as we might get with some of the things on there, you know, one thing that this church, this country is full of is a lot of Christians and a lot of people who have faith in the Lord, a lot of people who pray, and a lot of people who are, are thankful for these things. We need to be thankful to God, not only that we live in this country, but that we have the opportunity to use what we have to bless others, to bless others that we have around us, to bless others in other places around the world. And maybe we're fearful that that's going to change, and maybe that's God's will, but maybe it isn't. You know, another thing to think about with the, the troubles that we have is that maybe what's happening is God is revealing to us all of the chaos. He's revealing to us all of the things that we've put our hope in that are failing us. And what's going to happen is maybe this generation is going to turn their hearts to Christ in ways that we never thought of. Have you thought about that? I think about that a lot as I get discouraged and I think, oh, things things are rough. And then I realize something, that every time God does some big change, usually it comes out of a period of time where people finally get to the point where they have to resort to God and they cry out to the living God and they turn to him and there is revival. Our God has not left us. He is with us. He is present with us. And one of the ways that we can worship him, one of the ways that we can make sure that we're drawing nearer to him, and when we do that, it isn't just for our own benefit. It's for the benefit of the ministry that we've been called for, the ministry and the gifts that we've been given to build one another up. Always throughout the Bible, it's about God's people are to build each other up, to encourage, to edify, to spur one another on to good deeds. These are active things. Okay, these aren't things that are just, you know, a feeling in the heart. These are active things. If you want to know what you can do to make things better, is you start with the people that God has placed around you and you encourage them. You spur one another on to do good, the people that you actually interact with. And you express your thankfulness to people. This Thanksgiving, something maybe you can do, and uh, we'll wrap up here this hour this way, is, you know, take a moment and just really think about some people that you need to express your gratitude to. And, you know, first is the Lord. Express your gratitude to the Lord for all kinds of things, for your life, for where you live, for all the things. Even if it's a rough time for you, there are things to be grateful for. And you can always be grateful for his son who died for you, who's provided the way of salvation through grace for you. Give thanks to God for Jesus. Give him thanks for healing your soul in this way. Don't be like the the nine lepers who didn't show up to say thank you, be like the one who did and thank him. And then think about some other people that you just need to thank. Write them a thank you note, send them a thank you text, send them a uh, email, whatever it is, just go up to them and say, hey, thank you for that. Even if it's a small thing, it's an action that matters. Your boss, employees, teachers, a spouse, a roommate, uh, whoever, express your gratitude. Make sure that's part of your Thanksgiving. Everybody, I hope that you have a great evening. It has been wonderful to be with you, and I thank you for being a part of this with me today. This is Southern California Live. 
I'm Scott Furrow, your guest host for today. You can find this episode on our podcast. Go to kkla.com and uh, find the podcast. It'll be posted up there pretty soon if you want to listen to this program again. There's all kinds of other stuff at kkla.com and kprz.com for you to check out as part of our radio family. God bless you. I hope you have a fantastic evening, and I'll see you again real soon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.